The Bible is the single most important book that has ever been written. The creator of the universe gave us a playbook on how to live in his universe and the laws that govern it. On this podcast, we will explore what the Bible says on money, success, business, leadership, influence, relationships, and any other area that we discover may help us in business. So join us to discover the amazing wisdom of the Bible and how we can use it to grow our business and to improve our life. So guys, hey, today we're going to interview with Daniel, my dad, because so much business experience and I think that you'll definitely learn from some valuable things that he has to share with us today. He's a director with the Conklin Companies. He's been extremely successful with commercial roofing. He's got a very large organization of contractors all over the United States that do commercial roofing has lots of awards for all his achievements. And so he's just such an incredible business person. I'm so proud to be called his son and to learn from him. But today we're gonna, I'm just gonna ask him a couple questions and hopefully it's something you guys can learn from. So with that, glad to have you. All right, number one, there's a lot of controversy about Christians in business. Do you believe it is possible to be successful in business if you are a Christian? Oh, absolutely. But business is a broad term. There are things that a Christian will probably not do for business. There are establishments that a Christian would probably not own. But when it comes to service-based businesses, you know, home improvement, roofing, stores, I don't know to what extent we would go in stores. You know, there are probably some things that a true sold-out Christian Jesus follower person wouldn't sell in his store. And I think we might be surprised what he would sell. Yeah. Uh, I don't doubt for a minute that he, that alcohol in itself, but probably an establishment that promotes drunkenness would probably not be yeah. uh, something a Christian businessman would do. But I guess, would we own an establishment that promotes gluttony? Because both yeah. of them are actually the same yeah. scene. So can Christians be in business? Absolutely. And I think we should be in business. We need to be prosperous, very much so. Yep. If you meditate on his precepts that he will prosper us, we'll be like a tree planted beside the water. Um, and he will prosper us. So yeah, I like think it's very children. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fortunately, I'm glad you didn't I'm glad you only you didn't only have two because uh, anyway, all right. So second question. Do you believe your faith will be an asset or a hindrance to a successful business? Earlier, we were talking a little bit about that. Um, so how do you feel about that? Well, I don't think it's hard for me to put it into words what I'm trying to say, I guess. But being a Christian will not make you successful in business necessarily. Not being a Christian won't either. But there are biblical principles that come into play in every aspect of our life, and that includes business. That includes servitude, whether we're working by the hour or working by the job with a contract, there will always be things that come up that don't feel good. By looking at biblical principles and Christian principles of how to handle any situation that can that does come up will determine how long we are going to be hired by the same person. Yeah how often he repeats buying from us. In the commercial world, we're talking large amounts of money. A commercial building owner didn't become successful by having only business smarts. 
Uh, he does have business smarts, no doubt about it, but he's learned to listen to the gut deep inside him that he may not even know he's listening to. Yeah. You don't become a multimillionaire by being gullible and foolish because yeah. there's a lot of people out there willing to take it away from you. Yeah. So so I think by, by following biblical principles, that unspoken language that happens when two people meet builds trust, builds rapport, and being faithful in the little things uh, will lead yeah. to bigger things. So yes, I think the biblical principles have helped me, but I can't say that that alone will make someone successful or unsuccessful because there's a lot of success. There's there's a lot of very rich people that do not believe in the Lord. So we can't say that's the only way forward. Well, okay, I agree with you. I believe that the laws of the universe are set up in order. And I think that the laws of money are part of the laws of the universe and that whether or not somebody believes in the rest of the laws of creation doesn't necessarily mean if they follow the laws of money, they will become successful. Absolutely. That is what I believe. Absolutely. And uh, whether or not they're Christians is irrelevant. If they follow the laws and if they study it, I think they will definitely improve. If you look at the parable of the sower, you know, if you go out to sow, it's important to just continue to sow because some, some is not going to bear fruit. All right. So as a Christian, what is your view on profit? Is it right to charge a profit? I mean, some people want to say that, well, you know, how can you as a Christian charge a profit and make money off of somebody else? Like, you know, what is your view on profit? Well, that's a good question, because in America, the American Christianity, we have gotten a skewed idea of profitability. There's a lot of ways to look at this. This is probably uh, controversial for a lot of people, but I don't find anywhere in the Bible where God blessed nonprofit. He teaches us to prosper. He teaches us to be fair. I don't want someone coming working for me. See, so the golden rule backwards from most people think. I don't want someone to come and work for me and lose money. I don't want that to happen. That is not good for them. And it's not going to be good for me because if he's a trustworthy fellow, he's not going to be able to afford to work for me very long. So I think that's the key. If we look at the golden rule of, do unto others as you would have others do unto you, then yes, uh, I want someone working for me to earn a profit. I don't want them to get rich off of one deal, but I do want them to earn a profit, be profitable and prosper. And in the same way, when we need to make, when we're working for someone else, we need to make a profit. We need to have enough to pay for what needs to be paid for, get paid enough so that the time can be taken to do it right. Yeah, so I, yes, absolutely. <coughs> Profitability is very important. And probably one of the main reasons this has become skewed is the quote of, uh, you know, money is the root of all evil has been said so many times. The love of money is actually what it says. And furthermore, it's been said so often that people get a skewed view of money. The love of money is the root of all manner of evil, <coughs> if I understand what that scripture actually means. So there's evil that has nothing to do with money. But the love of money is a root of all manner of evil. So, yes, we need to make money and we need to be profitable. Another thing that has hurt us in the Christian community is the tax laws have tried to get nonprofits. Nonprofits are not taxed. So it has given us a skewed vision that thinking being unprofitable is holy. And that's just not scriptural. Yeah. There's just nowhere in the scripture that you could find 
Now, he did say, freely you have received and freely you shall give. That is true. But that was freely a gift as in healing. I don't think it necessarily means that every doctor should not work for free and be should be a nonprofit. Uh, but what it does mean is what God gives us, the wisdom that he gives us, we share freely. We don't necessarily yep. uh, have to charge for that. And I agree with that 100%. I mean, it talks about it in Genesis. It says the first commandment that was ever given to human beings was be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. The first it says be fruitful. People want to read that as have children, have children, and have more children. Well, that is not what it's saying. It says be fruitful, number one. And if you look at, if you think about a fruitful tree, it, you know, it's pretty self-evident what fruitful is. And then it says multiply. And I think the multiplication is love and compassion and, and what we have, our skills, our abilities, and the ways that we can bless other people. I think that's what we're supposed to multiply in every way that we can. And, Absolutely. Every aspect of yeah. life, not only money, but money does play a part. Yeah. And so I agree 100% with that. All right. So another question is, why are the biblical principles so good for business? Like, what what is it about them that makes it successful? Well, they're simply irrefutable laws of the universe, and that's what's been written. If we step way back and we read self-development books, we can do a lot of those things. Saving, not being a spendthrift, all those are laws of leadership. There are, okay, for it, Man, my mind went, uh, okay, so in the scriptures, it tells us that a fool is easily uh, I don't know, taken by sin or, or whatever. They're, they're led into, fully, into sin or, or into foolishness. That's in every aspect of our life. So says the fool and his money are seen parted. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's actually a scripture or not, no, actually, but it is true. Yeah. Uh, a fool and his money are easily parted. So for that reason, we need to become wise. We need to pay attention. But if we look at all these different leadership books, most of the time you can boil it back down to a biblical principle. Maybe you'll have to boil it down a couple times. And a lot of these leaders that have become very popular uh, trainers, personal trainers, they may not mention the Bible because their clients could become offended by it. But what's interesting to me is People not believing the author of the Bible follow the principle of the Bible and they prosper. Yep. So how cool is that? I think that's one of the main things we need to consider is, is just be wise, uh, learn. I think Proverbs is a great way of going through that. And, and it's a way to prosper, not only money, it's prosper in your health, in your life, in, in just in your health, family, health, in your family. relationships, yeah. everything. Um, yeah. But so, yes. Money is a biblical rules of money, a fundamental principle. Whether you believe in the author of the principle, they still yep. work. Yep. All right. So uh, one more question. Earlier you had mentioned about a service business. What are some specific quotes in the Bible? You had mentioned about the golden rule. So you actually believe that the golden rule will help you be more successful in business? Yes. Uh, in a it service does. You were about a it will determine. How long you're in business, how many repeat customers you have, how well you do your work. Okay, when I hire someone and I pay a fair price to get the job done and they botch it because they were careless or they sent out someone that was careless. For instance, I got some flooring done lately. They didn't quite finish the job. Things were left laying around. The baseboard was never fastened. 
am I going to hire those guys again? I mean, they got paid, you know, a very, very fair price to get it done. So probably not. Now, if they would have been following the golden rule instead of sending workers out that were only earning a paycheck, yeah, that probably wouldn't happen. So pay your workers well enough and train them well enough so that they know that the principle is we do it right, regardless what. That's the golden rule. That's a biblical principle of being faithful in everything. I mean, most of the work was done. Two hours is all I would have done, taken to finish the job and make it look good. And they left that part off. So I guess that's what I'm talking about. Yes, we, it's very important that we look at those things and take care of the little things. That's the thing. I, I agree 100% with you. I think that's the greatest. Uh, I mean, don't we all like to be treated like we want to be treated? I mean, if you really think about it, that is essentially what we're trying to do is step into our customers' minds and treat them as they would like to be treated. I mean, we ourselves want to be treated like we want to be treated. So we have to treat the customer like he wants to be treated. You know, it's really what's that stating. Do you think being a Christian has helped you in business? Do you think, you know, applying God the principles has, has benefited your business? And you kind of answered that already, but do you think those things have actually helped you in, in, at times? Well, I'm sure it has for a couple of reasons. When a person is applying biblical principles and something goes sideways or goes wrong, as it will, now you don't have to determine how you're going to react to the problem. It's already been predetermined. It's been, yeah, that's right. We don't have to try and figure it out. If more people were using those principles, the need for attorneys would be a lot lower. <laughs> you know? Yep. Uh, so I think, yes, I think it has. <laughs> I mean, I remember the one roof, we got the picture hanging there on the wall for a lady that painted it, and unpredicted thunderstorm came up, and remember the water coming into her house or into her apartment? Yeah. And... By taking the time, cleaning up the mess and fixing it and just going all out over the board and truly care, I think that's the key right there. Just, and, just and care. honestly, I, I really believe you hit on something very important. You said just care. And don't you think that is what a customer really wants? I mean, isn't they don't, don't they just want to feel like that the company cares about them? And I think that if people just care a little bit more, I mean, like I always said, you know, the customer, they're not going to see if you install your roof correctly, most of the time, they're not going to have the knowledge or the expertise to know if you did it correctly. But they're going to notice the little things. If they're you care about care. them, That's right. if you clean up the little trash out the yard, if, and it, depending on the business, you can apply it to your own business. But yeah, I mean, I would definitely say that. Well, it was a huge pleasure having you out, and I really appreciate it. And uh, Well, I'm proud of you and what you've accomplished. You know, it's sort of interesting. Here you are uh, interviewing me. I started this podcast and I know it's been downloaded in a lot of different countries and a lot of people have taken advantage of it. So I'm proud of you for doing that. Well, it's all about and, finding ways to serve people. I and mean, it's really, that's exactly, I, I believe that, uh, that the primary motive of every Christian should be to serve in, in ways that will benefit them and that will grow and that will help them improve. prosper, so, prosper, exactly. Prosper, help everybody. Um, I believe that there's so many, I believe even good people get money. I think that a lot of good things happen. So, I think it's very important, you know, to remember the, I mean, I believe the Bible does talk about, it doesn't say in so many words, but I do believe that the point of, of earning money is number one, to provide for the family. And secondly, also to provide, share, provide, for, provide the for the poor. I mean, it says, uh, him that is rich in this world, let him share with him that has little. 
kind of be there for people who are going through difficult times, widows and orphans and people that have just in tragic circumstances. I think that's great. I also think that it's sometimes a lot easier for a businessman to give someone a hundred or two hundred or even a thousand dollars and get it out of your hair than it is to come alongside them and teach them the yeah. principles that allowed you to have. To oh, I agree. You I know, agree. I think that's where we need. We need mentorship, not only mentorship, but just tell people long term being broke is a mindset. If everybody comes on hard times, we come on hard times and we need help. At the same time, I know that if it's something that lasts for years and years or an entire lifetime, it's probably because of skewed concepts of the laws of money. All right. Well, I don't want to take up any more of your time, but uh, what is the best way to people to, to contact you if they want to, to chat a little bit more about business? <laughs> I'm on Facebook and then I've got, uh, I don't know, just... What's your uh, phone uh, number? Website. A web, website for the roofing, commercialwhiteroofing.com. And that's the team group. We share that website. And then uh, my personal website is leestopchoiceroofing.com. All right. So, yeah, if you want to get hold of, uh, of my dad. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Topchoiceroofers.com. Yeah, top, yeah, if you want to get hold of my dad, just uh, go to topchoiceroofers.com. I'm sure he'd love to chat with you or connect with him on Facebook. I mean, you can just search Daniel Lee, Waverly, Ohio, and it should pop right up. So it's such an honor to have you on. Thanks for uh, being here with us. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review us. If you have suggestions or comments or would like to have more information, visit jacobdlee.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening on the Verbal Crowd Network. Find more great shows at verbalcrowd.com.